You're listening to Super Cala, Super, or whatever the infernal thing is. Super Califragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast. Each week, we're going to talk about three things. In Main Street, USA, we'll talk about the latest Disney news. Woody, somebody's whispering in your ear. Everything's going to be okay. In Tomorrowland, we'll talk about the things we're looking forward to. With my Wilderness Explorer GPS, we'll never be lost. And World Showcase is dedicated to our favorite Disney adventures. Don't let it happen again. So let's get this show on the road. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hello out there, podcast family. Welcome to this week's show. My name is Chris. And I'm Kelly. We are so excited. We've got a lot to do today. Mm-hmm. Um, but first and foremost, I think we need to acknowledge that this is the first time you have replayed a set of ears. Yeah, and I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. So these is, are in, This is an intentional replay okay, of I ears. It. I love trying to figure out what it's all about. <laughs> these are obviously your your Italy pizza ears. My with Italy the pizza ears. Gingham and I, bow. Yes, and they're, they are my favorite ears. They are the most comfortable ears I own, and when I put them back on today, I thought, you know what? I'm ready to say it. These are my favorite ears. <laughs> wow, what commitment from you. I'm ready to say it. That's, that's strong. Yeah, strong. I know it is. With your commitment issues and all, that's pretty strong. <laughs> We've Why are we always talking about my issues? <laughs> well, just, you know, you got more than I do. I don't know about that. Hey, uh, my, uh, my favorite thing every week is to see where the downloads are coming in from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we saw folks in Bixby, Oklahoma, Ooh. which I think is probably the same people that downloaded from like Forest Hills, Oklahoma, or there's another place out there that's like close. right next door. Okay. I think they work in one of those two towns, but whatever. I <laughs> whatever. don't care. Hey. I love them. I love them two times as much. West Milford, New Jersey, uh, Forest Hills, Michigan, and Valencia, Spain on the oh, east coast of Spain. Valencia. Is that where the oranges come from? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> I think that the oranges come from Florida. but Valencia sure, oranges I'm, come from Florida? I think that they probably, let's just say they get their name from Valencia, Spain. <laughs> I want to say that they come from Valencia, Spain. Let's say that then. Okay. Let's say that. When we buy Valencia oranges, they come from Spain. Come from Spain. From the east coast of Spain. So exciting. So, speaking of exciting, what a wonderful segue. <laughs> this week, March the 1st, yes. we launch our next contest, a our next giveaway. woman giveaway. Celebrating the launch of Raya and the Last Dragon, which comes yes. out on Friday. Yes, so be on the lookout for that launch video on YouTube. Yeah. We've got an awesome lounge fly, a board game, some cool drinkware, and yeah. a stuffy. Yeah. So we're pumped about it. Be on the lookout for that. Cannot wait. Yes. The last one was so much fun. I'm it was. Excited. I know. I'm excited about this one, too. All right, so let's jump into Main Street. Let's do it. Okay, so pretty excited about the fact that Disney Plus is very early stages to launch a a new cinematic or TV universe, not unlike what people are doing with Marvel Universe and DC Universe and all that. Okay. So this is all around the characters of the Magic Kingdom and maybe Disney World as a whole. This is a society of explorers and adventurers oh, universe. Oh yeah, you're gonna uh, love that. Yes, this I am. People. So imagine like stories around the jungle cruise captain mm-hmm. like in this alternate reality the jungle cruise captain is a real person right, right. the prospector from um the 
Big Thunder Mountain Railroad right. is a real character. Right. Right. So really excited to see what they That'll do. That'll be cute. Now, neither of those are actual storylines right now. It's, it's too early for all that, but that's right. sort of the idea. That'll be fun. They develop a whole series around the SEA people. That'll be fun. Which is super exciting. Um, resort news, the Polynesian um, has begun construction of their new monorail station. Okay. So that's exciting. So they've, they've cleared out the cavity. <laughs> That is exciting. Uh, DVC Villas in California, Grand California, are open up on May the second. Yeah. So, folks, maybe that's a light at the end of this COVID tunnel, Gosh. especially for California. I know, they man. have they have suffered. They have um, Disneyland people have really suffered. Really, really suffered. And I saw some news that um, the uh, California Adventure, Disney's California Adventure, is opening up some parts also again to to like dining and things like that. So, okay, so all right, fingers crossed for y'all. Walt Disney World has added nearly a hundred more operating hours uh, during the spring break weeks in the mm. coming weeks. So even though nobody's getting spring break, <laughs> <laughs> just like to point that out. I'm not bitter or anything. Yeah, that's right. I, I can I cannot hear it in your voice. I am not bitter, but there is zero spring breaks at the college level. Oh. We're getting wellness days. Okay. Well. Not the same. Stay well. And when everything's asynchronous, what even is a wellness day? This is a 10-minute segment. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You ready? Clearly, I've been waiting to express myself on that. (laughs) Uh, Hey, there is a job opening now listed for a hotel services director at the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Resort. Now, wouldn't that be a fun job? <laughs> I think that might be a fun job. Wow. <laughs> so, All you hospitality management people, get out there. This right. one's for you. That that's fantastic. Such a cool job. That would be really wow, cool. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, Disney is selling corporate packages that include harmonious viewing uh, for October the 1st. Oh, okay. So, so that's going to be close. Going to be using those barges by October. Yes. Speaking of barges, <laughs> the the big huge centerpiece has now been rolled out. It's huge. It's enormous. It's six stories tall. Yes. It's a big huge ring. I think if you walk through the ring, it works like a stargate and sends you to another world. I don't think that's how it works. What did it say? It's supposed to be the the world's biggest water curtain. Yeah, something like that. Whatever so, that means. I think it's like when they shine that they project the pictures onto sure. the water. Okay. You called it something else. And I really liked your word for it too. I remember when you did the Fantasmic show. I don't remember what you called uh, it. A fan? I, no. no, I don't remember what you called it, but you whatever your term was was great. Oh, okay. But I think Disney calls it a water curtain. Yeah, they do. They call it a water curtain. Old, old Zach Ridley really has yeah. been putting pushing it out there. I'm ready to see your water Apparently curtain, people are uh, are bothered that it's not perfectly centered depending on like where you're looking at it mm. like from future world. Yeah, that would bother and me that, too. That would bother you too. I yes, get that people. <laughs> well, uh Zach says or uh, who was it? No, one of the reporters I follow on on Instagram and Twitter said, you know, just be be really patient. That whole world celebration area is going to move everything in the future world area, which will become world celebration uh, to the left a little bit. And so oh, whenever geez. they finish that, the the ring should be centered at that point. So wow. they're moving future world, not the ring. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but it looks amazing. This wow. this show is going to be redonkulous. 
Mm. Uh, they installed some new flagpoles around the entrance that are either, I don't know what the kind of, I think they're going to have logo flags, maybe. I don't know okay. what they're going to have there, but just still sprucing up the entrance for Epcot. Space 220 is looking for an executive even, pastry chef. Don't even, no, don't even. <laughs> That restaurant's never opening. There, there. It is rumors, just rumors suggest March or April. Oh wait, you, just <laughs> March wait. or April? No way. Just wait. Just when wait uh-uh. till later news, man. Wait. <laughs> when you talk about being teased, uh, a new the gelateria in Italy is c- still under construction. So I think that Venice. The Italy being modeled after Venice, having a legit gelateria is a good thing since that's what Great. we ate half of our time when we were I in agree. Venice. Uh, Disney Junior Character Breakfast is returning to the Hollywood and Vine in Hollywood Studios. Okay. We met Handy Manny Handy there. Manny one. there. It looks like Vamp- Vampirina might be there now. Don't even know who that is. I know you don't. <laughs> Fantasmic testing is underway at Aww, Hollywood Studios. You're excited you know about how excited that. I am about that. Uh, Ranger, do you remember who Ranger is? Yes, it's the the uh, rhinoceros. The baby rhino has yes. officially joined the herd Aww, on the savannah. Oh, bless it. Yep, I yep. think I saw some pictures of him playing in the mud. <laughs> yeah. And he met some of the rest of the, the folks. Yeah, that's right. The rest of the herd. Yeah, he and his mom He's both are. A little nose to nose with some other I rhinos. Know. It was fresh. I saw that little ranger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Last thing, speaking of being teased. <laughs> The People Mover has been pushed oh, back to April 3rd. All that is holy. <laughs> They're still refurbing it. So all those folks that were getting trained last week. Ugh. Psych. I think that was the official letter they got after training was psych. psych. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. What in the world? I don't know. That's the thing. It's like nobody knows what could be wrong with this thing. It's not what that big a What have they done to the People Mover <laughs> that is causing this many issues? Okay. <laughs> well, we've. You ready for a mini take segment? Uh, I think they're. I think they are pushing the people mover back just in anticipation for October the first for the fiftieth. <laughs> it will literally <laughs> have been down a year and a half by then. Yeah, I think every month they're going to say we're going to launch it next month. Psych. Oh, we're training again. Psych. Oh, we're launching next month. Psych. Oh, the cars <laughs> ran into each other. <laughs> I think the fact that we keep using psych over and over again is a real window into our age. <laughs> we are hip, honey. Mm-hmm. Very hip and on fleek. Oh, that what gosh. the just, kids are saying. Just give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mini take. Mini take. What's, are you sure you're ready? Yes. What's All Mickey right. got for us this week? Best bathroom at the Magic Kingdom. Ah, now isn't that an interesting question? Is it? Best bathroom at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm going to say that it has to be the one in the corner near Space Mountain. Oh, okay. Like they're behind the stage. That Yes, like- behind the stage, right? Because they don't use that stage, you know, a lot. It's not being used every day. But even if it is, like people don't usually go to the right behind the stage. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the least used. But what makes it the best? I mean, it's clean, right? When sure. I go, it's clean. But what I think makes it the best is the noise level. Mm. There's something back there about the trees that really make it seem... Quiet. Quiet back there. Like you could take a phone call if you needed to. <laughs> Not that you're speaking from experience. Not that I ever have. Um, yes. <clears throat> yeah, I, I hear you. I think that it's less so right now because of the 
COVID line management goes right through there, like goes right by there now. They've stretched that line for Space Mountain out that goes right by there. But typically, I, I, I see where you're at. Yeah, I still think I think this is one. a tricky one because people are just going to be tempted to say the Rapunzel bathroom. But no, no man, there's it's just too many people. Oh, do not go. use the restroom in Fantasyland. In any of them. In any of the Fantasyland areas. No. Now, I mean, Gaston's is maybe better than some of the others. But you're talking about Rapunzel is right across from It's a Small World. And yeah. Peter Pan, people have been in that line for Peter Pan for two and a half hours. And it's always crowded. Everybody rides Small it's World. A, it's, a pre- it's the prettiest bathroom at Walt Disney World. It's but beautiful. it's not the best bathroom. No. And by best, we're talking cleanliness, Clean convenience. And, and, yes. and rarely used. Yes, clean and rarely used is what we're going for. You walk into that Rapunzel bathroom, and that is the only birth control you'll ever need. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I believe there's a bathroom to sort of to the right of Tomorrowland Terrace that I think gets very seldom used. You know what? I think you're right. By anybody. And so while I also rarely Over near the purple wall. Yeah. Uh, No. Yeah. You're no, saying there, before there is Tomorrow one Lent- over there. Yes, but I'm talking about I'm talking about the one between before. Okay, between Tomorrowland Terrace and like the Plaza Restaurant. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And yeah, I, I don't think anybody ever uses that. Yeah, because it's fairly early when you come in the park, mm-hmm. and if, and, if and especially if Tomorrowland Terrace is not open, is not open. Right, it's rarely ever open. I would say it? if Tomorrowland Terrace is open. I wouldn't because again, you don't want to eat near. You don't want to use the restroom near a food near area. Food. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> on that note, our, our little mini take bathroom segments have got to be hilarious. Out of control. <laughs> so I think you're up for Tomorrowland. Are you? Oh, you're excited. You ready? <laughs> I am. So last night, um, we were watching Stanley Tucci's uh, Searching for Italy. Yes, we were. And it made me want to hop on a plane to Naples and eat my weight in pizza with fresh mozz and San Marzano (laughs) tomatoes. It's a good show. We recommend it. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to via Napoli. All right. And look at you calling it Napoli. I practice. I had Google (laughs) pronounce it for me. several times and i wrote the pronunciation out in my notes um so we normally go to tutto italia in the italian pavilion uh, or like we eat or drink our way around the world showcase and so when we get around to italy like i just i have no space for pizza you know what i mean like i know but it always looks really good oh my goodness it's got amazing reviews so first of all it's a fairly unassuming entrance at the very back of the italy pavilion and it's run by the patina restaurant group which um runs tutto italia and oh my goodness maybe space maybe 20 space 220 in, <laughs> in, in 2023 um it was voted best theme park restaurant by the orlando sentinel wow and they also operate pizza restaurants in disneyland and in new york Oh, so Patina Group knows what they're doing, right? We're big fans of Patina Group. We are. We are very big fans. Right. So here's the description from the website. Enjoy traditional Neapolitan pizza delivered right to your table from cheesy quattro formaggi to sausage top picante. The thin crust pizzas are made with fresh mozzarella cheese, San Marzano tomatoes, and real caputo flour imported from Southern Italy. 
Water for the dough is even sourced from a spring similar to Illy's Campania region. Pizzas are then cooked in wood-burning ovens named after the three active volcanoes in Italy, Mount Etna, Mount Vesuvius, and Stromboli. To ensure every detail is perfect, famed restaurateur Nick Valenti spent time in Naples studying the art of dough, crust, sauce, and oven temperatures at the famous pizzerias Damascelle and Trianon before creating the menu at Via Napoli Restaurante e Pizzeria. So there's so much there that yes. I want. So details. First of all, the water is a big deal. Yes. Okay, the team at Via Napoli sought out to find water wells in Florida similar to those in Naples. Consequently, Via Napoli uses water nearly identical to the chemical composition to the water of Naples, Italy. Wow! This produces the best density for the dough, which in turn makes the pizza better. Well, that the good dough does make a pizza better. Right. Then you've got the pizza ovens named after the active volcano. I cannot believe I think the fact of the podcast is that there's a volcano named Stromboli. I know, right? <laughs> um, but so these pizza ovens look like somebody's face and you're putting the pizza in their mouth. I've, I've seen that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Pretty cool. So I'm going to read you two reviews. This first one is from Disney Tourist Blog, who we love. And they've done several reviews on Viennapoli. And they say, without question, Viennapoli serves the best pizza pies in all of Walt Disney World. We'd take that a step further, proclaiming it one of the few places we've ever dined serving truly authentic Neapolitan pizza, right down to the imported ingredients, wood-burning ovens, and even the water sourcing. Simply put, Via Napoli is one of the best World Showcase restaurants and a great value if you split a pizza. It's a really fun restaurant and it lives up to the hype. Wow. Now, this is after they spent three or four paragraphs talking about how the service is never good. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, they say that you're getting truly European service where the waiter like shows up, gives you food or water, and then disappears. <laughs> Like so, as Americans, we don't care for that service, but it is truly a European experience. <laughs> well, that is true. That that that's true, but it's not yeah. a very Disney experience. It's not, but apparently the food makes up for it. Well, Disney clearly. Food Blog says, seriously, the pizza here is fantastic. It's our favorite in Disney World and offers a great value to boot. So these are two websites that we look at regularly that are yeah, giving uh, it for sure hard. You know, five stars. So I'm going to run through some of the menu items. Okay. Okay. Now, some of these are not available during COVID. Obviously, they have a pared down menu. Wah, wah. But I'm going to go through <laughs> what they what they normally have or what they had in 2019. Let's all hope they bring back. Sure. First of all, I'm going to start with three words. Fried risotto balls. Yeah. Those are strong. Those are three strong words. Three strong words. This is called arancini. They only offered these pre-COVID. They do not have them right now, Uh-oh. which is so sad. That is sad. So sad. Uh, Kimarola. This is this is fried stuffed artichokes. Mm-hmm. They also have calamari, which is to die for. Mozzarella caprese, which you know I always love, and prosciutto e melone for appetizers. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. This is um, prosciutto and cantaloupe. And for the kids, wow. you can get fried mozzarella bites, mm. which for, I'm like, for or, the kids. Or, for, or the kids at heart, Can maybe. I just get a kid, like a couple <laughs> of kid-sized things? Um, they have several different salads, and they also had a soup pre-COVID. 
So you remember we went on our honeymoon to Italy. Yep. It's like antipasti, antipasti, uh-huh. and then first course, first course, and then the pasta course, uh-huh. and then the main course, right. and then the dessert. Okay, yep. so similar to that, they've got a pasta course on okay. the menu. Okay, and it's what you would expect: uh, spaghetti and meatballs, spinach ravioli, cheese tortellini, sautéed with pancetta, sweet peas, and served in a Parmesan cream sauce. Uh, really good looking penne what looked like an amazing lasagna, <laughs> fettuccine, and a great linguine. Okay. And a lot of these you can get with whatever meat you would like or whatever protein you would like. Okay. Right? So right. shrimp, chicken. So this is not know, just a pizzeria. What have you. No. Uh, for the second course, they've got things like eggplant parm, branzino, pork loin, chicken marsala, bistecca, and chicken parm. Right? So nice. all of the traditional Italian you know, entrees that you would expect. But based on every, you know, review that I read, the real star is the pizza. Oh, sure. sure. Right? It's a thin, crispy crust yeah. with what looks like just a really awesome doughy edge. You know, I love the edge. I know. So I know. many people eat the pizza and never eat the edge. I'm looking at you. And what? yes, the edges? not always you don't, you'll leave the edge. And I think what an epic waste. I love <laughs> the edge, especially if it has like a bubble, you know, like a burnt uh, bubble. Like a burn bubble. Oh, yeah. Man. I you do love that. I never leave the edge of a pizza and people who'd leave the edge, I cannot relate to. So um, it's got that kind of an edge Okay. that if you leave it, it's just sacrilege. Like, like you know, it just got it bubbled up with the heat in that oven. Right. Mm. Why would you leave that? <laughs> so it's wood fired and authentic. It comes in 10 inch, 20 inch or half a meter. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. The margarita is to die for. Natch. Right. If you can't make a margarita pizza at Vienna right. Poli, then just go out of business. Where, where is that? Napoli. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also build your own, but supposedly the specials are where it's at, like the ones that they've built for you. So I'm going to run through a couple. First of all, the Quattro Formaggi. This is four cheeses. Of course. Do I need to say more than no, that? No, you don't. It's okay. perfect. Carciofi. This is white pizza with artichoke, fontina, mozzarella, and truffle oil. Mm. Now, people say that this might sound like an odd combination, but it is apparently addictively good. It's that truffle oil, artichoke, just puts it right over the edge. Prosciutto e melon. Again, this is going to be your white pizza with fontina cheese, mozzarella, prosciutto, cantaloupe, and arugula. Which sounds great. I mean, I'm not going to eat the prosciutto, but I'm totally for cantaloupe on a pizza. Okay. I mean, I've had pineapple on a pizza. Okay. Okay. You're not going <laughs> to step out there. Picante, tomato sauce, mozzarella, and Italian spicy sausage. Mm. They also have a pepperoni, so this isn't pepperoni. Yeah, this is just this is Italian spicy sausage. All right. Broccolini. White pizza with cherry tomatoes, mozzarella, porchetta, Robiola, which is another white cheese, and broccoli rob. I love a white pizza. And they have so many white pizzas. That's what I love the most. Like almost all their specials are white pizza. Mm. San Gennaro, white pizza, mozzarella, fontina, sweet Italian sausage, hot peppers, onions, and cherry tomatoes. So almost all of their specials are white pizzas, Mm. which I think sells it. For desserts, they've got tiramisu, cannoli, pistachio cheesecake, 
and Torta della Nona, which is grandmother cake, which they also serve at Tutto Italia. We've had it. It's fantastic. Um, They have a fairly extensive drink menu. Wine specials, wine flights. They also have these really cool fruit juice coolers. Nice. And you can get like a blood orange fruit juice cooler that that is supposed to be amazing. Sounds good. But then they have other fun like martinis. You know, we've got some really fun drinks at Tutto Italia too. Same kind of thing. Like really fun chocolate or coffee martinis and and things like that. So so don't write Via Napoli off as like the other lesser restaurant in Italy. This is a legit stop in place. It's supposedly the best pizza at Walt Disney World. Maybe all of Florida. What an epic fail that we've never been. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm, after watching the CNN thing, I'm wondering about the San Marzano tomatoes. Like they say, they import them. In they from, say they from import the them. Area. So that is the only place you can get the San Marzano That's tomatoes. What, Stanley Tucci taught us that. What Stanley Tucci says. So, <laughs> so okay. All right, well, we'll see, Patina awesome Group. job. We will see you, Patina Group. <laughs> <laughs> On the World Showcase. World Showcase. So clearly I'm going through some sort of midlife thing. We've got a lot of change going on in our life. And my, I realized that my last World Showcase was Captain EO, something that doesn't exist anymore, but I loved from my childhood. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Body Wars, which also doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. And I loved it. <laughs> you are going through a thing, honey, but it's okay. Going through a thing. I still love you. Go through it. Go through it, honey. Work it out. So Body Wars, if you don't know, I'm sure many of you do know, it, it just shut down in t- 2007. So it hasn't really? been that long. I know. It feels like it's been a lot longer. Yes. It's been a long 14 years since 2007. Man, hadn't it? <laughs> yes. But so so Body Wars, so what was, do you remember Body Wars? You were inside somebody's body. Yeah. Like fighting off a, an infection. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. That was the idea. Or yeah. that you could, right? Right. So, uh, Body Wars was a motion simulator ride at the Wonders of Life Pavilion at Epcot. The premise of the attraction had guests shrunk down uh, to survey a mission carried out inside the human body. Right. Did you ever see the science fiction movie? It's like a 1966 movie called Fantastic Voyage. No, but isn't that's based off of a Jules Verne? Novel, right? Different, fantastic. I think, maybe. I don't know. I need okay. to learn more about Jules Verne, clearly. Yeah, I've got him but on my reading list for this year. I loved that movie. I watched it. was one of the movies I, I had on repeat when I was growing up with okay. a VCR, you know. Oh, bless it. And uh, and this, this threw me straight back to that movie, because this is like living in a simulator, that movie. Okay. And uh, so they used the same simulation technology that they used for Star Tours. Okay. Um and Star Tours had come out in Disneyland a couple years prior to this opening up in Epcot. Okay. Um, the video portion of the simulation, like what you're seeing and everything, directed by Leonard Nimoy. Oh. Dr. Spock himself. Dr. Spock. Isn't that crazy? Mm. So it's probably uh, very accurate. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. Precise. He wasn't actually a doctor. <laughs> So the Wonders of Life Pavilion, which is closed down, this is the big dome that you see over beside uh, Mission Space, which will be the future home of the Play Pavilion, um, which seems super exciting. Okay. Uh, that dome opened up in October of 1989 and closed on January 1st, 2007. Back then, it housed Body Wars and Cranium Command as the main attractions, but it would also host nine other attractions, all dealing with aspects of the human body. I got coached, in fact, at Coach's Corner on how to improve my tennis serve by Chris Everett. 
Oh. And you could also, Gary Carter was a New York Mets catcher. He would teach you how to have a nice baseball swing. And Nancy Lopez, Hall of Fame LPGA golfer, would teach you about your golf swing at Coach's Corner. Oh, nice. It was pretty cool technology back then. Very nice. The original idea was actually to do an Omnimover-style ride. the, The idea for this type of pavilion was around before they ever built Epcot, when they were planning for Epcot, but they couldn't find a title sponsor. Remember, all those future world pavilions had title sponsors. Oh, that's right. Whether it was GE in the World of Energy or Chevy or whoever for the World of Motion. Right. Um, They couldn't find a title sponsor for this health and wellness pavilion that they always wanted to build. And finally, in the mid-'80s, MetLife came on and said that they would help to fund this pavilion. Okay. And they continued to fund it up till 2001. Um, so, so back then they didn't have the same technology they had later. So they, it, this was going to be an Omni mover style ride, sort of like the cars that you would find in Figma, your journey to imagination or, uh, okay. or, okay. um, I got you. Haunted Mansion or something okay. like that, right? Okay. So the idea was that you would be in this Omnimover style ride and you would go through these oversized sets of the, where you were going through the human yeah. body. Mm-hmm. There was plans for like a 35 foot tall heart. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, uh, but then... Over the years, Star Tours, the technology for Star Tours sort of came out and they were like, hey, we can do body wars. Do but more. With yeah. That, and then you right? don't have to build a heart. And you wouldn't have to build a 35 foot tall heart. Right. How lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so. So let's talk about the ride itself. You go into this big dome. I loved this thing. This was, I was so sad when they shut this thing down. I loved it so much. So you would, uh, you were. The idea, everything's a story, right? Uh-huh. Is that you were part of an observation team um, recruited by MET, the Miniaturized Exploration Technologies Group. Okay. okay. And you would, as you were waiting in the queue, you would, there was video monitors up above you that were telling you what you were going to do and how this was all going to okay. work. Yeah. All right. right? Um, and while you were walking in line, you would pass through these light things that were supposedly um, decontamination scans okay. to decontaminate you. Oh, so I remember it was that. Safe I for do you to go in the human yes. body, right? Um, you would board a special ship, the Bravo two two nine. I'm sure two two nine means something somewhere in his, you know, in Disney mm, lore. Probably um, piloted by Captain Braddock. Uh, with plans to be shrunk down, travel into the human body, and pick up Dr. Cynthia Lair. Uh, she's already inside of a patient's body monitoring how white blood cells attack a splinter that this that this patient oh, has. Oh, okay, right? okay. Um, and so then you board the ship. Uh, you view everything through the front window, except for one little monitor where the captain can speak directly to you. Think of the Star Tours environment. It's exactly like that, where there's a, there's a, you're looking through the front window, but it's really a simulated film. Um, captain Braddock will speak to us through the side monitor and, and all that. Our probe vehicles moved to the miniaturization chamber where we're shrunk by a particle reducer. I'm using air quotes. <laughs> and we are shot after some fancy lights were shot right down into the patient's body. And immediately we see all these white blood cells fly past us on their way to the infection site where this splinter is. Okay. Once you're inside the body, like the, the simulation really is cool. You literally feel like you're like you're, Vessel is floating in some sort of a fluid, right? So we arrive at the splinter and and like this, it looks like a big, huge log, right? Sticking inside this body. Uh, We arrive at the splinter and we see Dr. Lair swimming around, taking readings. 
And suddenly, she, like the little piece of splinter that she's holding onto breaks off and she's pulled into a capillary. Oh, oh no. no. Right? <laughs> uh, a blood vessel that, that starts to zoom her around the patient's body. Uh-uh. So Captain Braddock makes an unauthorized decision to follow her. And now we're off on a whirlwind high paced trip through the body ourselves trying to rescue Dr. Lair. Okay. Okay. We travel through the right ventricle of the heart and into the lungs where a white blood cell is attacking Dr. Lair. Ooh. All right. So what's cool is that when you would travel through, I mean, obviously we're zooming in, yeah. you know, and the, and the simulators making us feel that, but when you go through the heart, you would literally, and once we get this on YouTube, you'll see this better, but you, you would literally feel yourself like as the heart's beating, doom, like going back, <laughs> like and, going forth, back and forth like, as the heart's beating. <laughs> and like when the heart would shoot you out, you would feel that being zoomed out. Yeah. Well, we're this little white blood cell is like there's got tentacles and he's trying to grab Dr. Layer and whatever. Okay. We shoot him with lasers. I'm Ooh. sure it is FDA approved lasers. Sure. Um, but he's obliterated. He's gone. She climbs into the ship and now we got to get out of here. But our ship is low on power now. And so how are we going to get a power source to rematerialize or whatever? Well, she says carbohydrates. Get to the brain, of course. Oh. Obviously, get to the brain <laughs> because the brain runs on. Electro energy, so oh, we got to so get to the brain. So it's not carbohydrates. It's not carbs. We do we not need, need to carb, to carb up. up. No. Nope. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good guess, though. Good guess. So we jump into another blood vessel that is now going to take us through the heart again. This time, I think it's the left atrium or something. Okay. And this shoots us out. We go through the same sort of feel of being in the heart. Shoots us out. We go to the brain where we're sort of floating around in the fluid around the brain. And you can see all these electrical, you know, electricity running around in the brain. We touch a neuron and that gives us, gives our our ship power again. And we now have the power to uh, re unshrink ourselves, I guess. And we get zapped back to where we started from outside the body. A wow. whirlwind adventure to Seriously. to save Dr. Cynthia Lair. I really don't remember that. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I so thought much. I did until you described it, and now I realize you're I don't just remember zooming it at all. around inside the body, and yeah. it, it's just I loved it so much. Um, one of the coolest things to me is that Tim Matheson played Doctor or played Captain Braddock. He was our pilot. You know who Tim Matheson is? I don't. Well, most people are going to know him as Otter from Animal House, okay. but you, dear, would know him as <laughs> President uh, Vice President Hoynes from West Wing. Oh, how about that? Yes. <laughs> Such a superpower that you have. Yeah, uh, he was our captain on the ship, oh, and wow. Doctor Cynthia Lair was played by Elizabeth Shue. Do you know who that is? The name sounds really familiar. Yeah, yeah. She was the girlfriend in Karate Kid and a million other things. But you would know her as the girl that Val Kilmer falls in love with in the movie The Saint. Ah, yes. <laughs> All right. See? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you don't just know actors and actresses. <laughs> you know where I saw them. Yeah, and where just, you would know them. And where from. I not just where I saw, where I remember. I just, them from. I, and the, these people were famous then, right? right? And I loved that, like these people signed on, and and Leonard Nimoy signed on to video to, to direct yeah. the thing, and I just loved that ride. It yeah. just brought me such happiness to see the sign up on the wall and the wonders of life. It was this cool sign. Yeah, I loved it. I don't remember it at all now that you mention it. I think I'm going to watch Fantastic Voyage tonight. Oh, gosh. I 
got all of Jules Verne's novels on my list for this year. I want to go back and see I think if that Fantastic is what, a Jules Verne. I think that's a different one. I think it is a, definitely a Jules Verne novel, I believe, but okay. not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. All right, folks, that's this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you did, please do us a favor. Run out to iTunes. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a review. And that really helps us bring more people to the show. It absolutely does. And if you're looking for more things Disney, please visit scfadp.com. That's S for Super, C for Cali, F for Fragilistic, A for Awesome, D for Disney, P for Podcast. Uh, we've got a bonus episode this week so <laughs> on the Flower and Garden Festival. Food. So, so we're going to do our virtual walk around and talk about the menus. We're excited about it. Oh, I'm so excited. That's right. Join us for that. Join us also on all the socials Instagram Twitter Facebook at SCFADP go out there and subscribe to our YouTube page SuperCalifragilisticAwesomeDisneyPodcast um, all the conversations online the more the merrier yes we would love to hear from you and with that we hope to see, see you, you real soon, soon.